My homily this morning is entitled, How to Get Away from the Herods. Notice Herods there is plural. It's plural because there are a lot of them around these days. Adam Lanza, the man who murdered his own mother, and then 20 children and six adults at the Sandy Hook Elementary School on December 14th, he most definitely was a Herod. In fact, his behavior would have made the original Herod quite proud, as the original butchered the Holy Innocents when the Magi failed to return to him after their visit to the Christ child in Bethlehem, so Adam Lanza killed 27 innocent human beings in Newtown, Connecticut, just the other day. But it's not only mass murderers like Lanza who fit into this category. In point of fact, anybody who advocates or supports the destruction of innocent human life is, in some sense, a Herod. This would include abortionists, as well as all the politicians and lawyers and judges who enable them to do their dirty work. It would include the medical doctors who withdraw nutrition and hydration from terminally ill patients too quickly, such that those terminally ill patients actually die from the lack of food and water and not from their diseases. It would even include the purveyors of violence in the entertainment industry in our country, the makers of those violent, terribly violent video games, the producers of the blood and gore movies and TV programs that are out there. On that note, last week I went to Regal Cinemas in Stonington, and I was forced to sit through 20 minutes of previews. And that is not an exaggeration. It was 20 minutes. I timed it. The movie was supposed to start at 6.30. It didn't start until 6.50. I thought to myself, no wonder so many people are late for Mass. <laughs> so wonder so many people are late for just about everything in life. They're being trained to be late at the movie theater. They can still be 15 minutes late and not miss any of the show. Now, the reason I mention this today is because for at least 15 of those 20 minutes, I was forced, as was everyone in the theater at the time, to watch images of people being shot and blown up and beaten up or physically attacked in some other way in those previews. Now please don't tell me that that kind of entertainment has absolutely no effect on the daily conduct of people in our society. It most certainly does. If nothing else, it creates an atmosphere of violence. And that's an atmosphere that you and I and everybody else out there has to breathe in every day, like it or not. Herod, of course, the original Herod, would absolutely love it. After all, he was a man who murdered not only the holy innocents, he murdered lots of other people, including, believe it or not, members of his own family. That's why Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, reportedly once said that it was safer to be Herod's pig than it was to be Herod's son. 
He was probably right, sad to say. Herod's whole life as a ruler was lived in an atmosphere of almost incessant violence, which seems to be where we are headed in our country, at least as of late. The challenge we face as Catholic Christians in 2013 is to create a new atmosphere, a different atmosphere, a different culture, a different environment, an atmosphere, an environment, a culture of life, whereby we first of all decrease the number of Herods who are around and then minimize the negative influence of the ones who continue to live among us. That, incidentally, is what I mean by getting away from the Herods. Because we live in a fallen world, there will always be some Herods that we have to contend with. That's the bad news. That's just reality. That's the way it is. But the good news is it is possible to decrease their number and minimize the negative influence of the ones who remain with us. In that sense, at least, it is possible to get away from them. And here we can learn some very important lessons from those magi of 2,000 years ago who did a great job getting away from the original Herod. We heard about that in today's Gospel. Herod wanted the magi to return to him after they visited the newborn king of the Jews. But St. Matthew tells us that they took another route back to their home country and consequently, they never saw Herod again. Now, if you read the story carefully, you see that there were reasons why this was the case, reasons why they ended up staying away from this evil, diabolical man, this violent man. I'll mention a few of the more important ones in this homily because they all apply to what we're dealing with today in our world. First of all, these magi followed the right light. And they heeded God's warning to them. I hope we all realize, if the Magi had followed another star, any other star in the heavens, they would not have met Jesus Christ in Bethlehem. They would have ended up somewhere else, and perhaps eventually back in Herod's clutches. But they did follow the right star, and they heeded the warning that God gave them. And so they stayed away from the evil king. As it says in the last line of today's gospel passage, God warned them in a dream not to return to Herod, and so they departed for their own country by another way. As Catholic Christians, we are blessed, we are so blessed to have the light with us, the light of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the light of the fullness of God's revealed truth to humanity. We have that light to guide us through the minefields of this life and to help us get away from the majority of the Herods out there. But I ask you, how many Catholics really follow that light? In other words, how many Catholics know and understand and embrace the teaching of the Catholic Church? on doctrinal and moral matters. If you believe the polls out there that they love to quote in the secular media, not enough do. And how many Catholics heed the warnings that God gives to them through people like the Holy Father, 
warnings against the materialism and hedonism and secularism of the world. Once again, if you believe the news polls, not enough do. Is it any wonder that there are so many Herods around in our modern American society? These magi also bent their knees, so to speak, to the Savior. Actually, the Bible says they did more than get on their knees. They actually prostrated themselves. They fell on their faces before the Christ child. That action was a sign. It was a sign of their total submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. If we want to get away from the Herods in our culture right now, in our modern world, we have to do the same thing. In fact, the further we distance ourselves from God and from our Savior Jesus Christ and his teachings, the more lawless we become. We have the choice to kick God out, to kick his moral law out of our society. But if we do that, and we are doing it, as we all know, the Herods come in and they very quickly fill the vacuum. Somebody sent me an email the other day that makes this very point. Many of you, I'm sure, have seen it. The email contains a photograph. It's a photograph of a t-shirt. And on the t-shirt are the following words. Dear God, why do you allow so much violence in our schools? Signed, a concerned student. Dear concerned student, I'm not allowed in your schools. Signed, God. But unfortunately, sometimes the Herods are allowed in. Herods of one kind or another. And that's why this final point is so crucial. To get away from the Herods, we also have to give what we can give. Just like the Magi 2,000 years ago gave what they were able to give, namely their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. I'll give you a perfect example of what I mean by this. One of the reasons that abortion became legal in this country 40 years ago this month, one of the reasons for that happening was because in the late 1960s and early 1970s, many, many pro-life doctors and nurses Lawyers and judges, pro-life Catholic doctors, nurses, lawyers, judges, and university professors did not give what they should have given. You see, they failed to give a clear, intelligent, public defense of innocent human life in the womb. They were pro-life in their hearts. But to a great extent, they were silent. That's all. They were just silent. And what happened? The Herods got what they wanted in the Roe v. Wade decision in January 1973. Please hear this, my brothers and sisters. The Herods win. They win if we fail to give. They win if we fail to give instruction and guidance to our children on moral matters. They win if we fail to give support to people and to organizations that promote respect for innocent human life, and that includes political support. They win 
if we fail to give witness by our pro-life words and actions at school, at work, among our friends. Make no mistake about it, if we don't give in these and similar ways, the Herods take. And everybody suffers for it. They take the goodness in the world, they get what they want. So today, Lord, we pray that more Catholics, more Christians, more believers will do what these Magi did, these Magi who followed the right light and who heeded your warning and who submitted to your Lordship and who gave all that they could give and who, in the process, got away from Herod. 